show and tell but it's a podcast so only we get to enjoy it in the live moments of it <laughs> like maybe if you and, check out our instagram we'll post it if and like lucky. nobody else knows what's going on no nobody else <laughs> everybody else is missing the pieces they either see the show and tell and have no context for it or they hear about it but they have no visual <laughs> we're like an audiobook that just like doesn't deliver <laughs> that's the intro <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's how we market this bad boy. That should be our trailer. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's a thriller. <laughs> it's also a romance and a comedy. It's a romance. <laughs> we deliver all genres. We really all do. genres all the time. <laughs> You're speaking my language. <laughs> Katie, yeah. I have just so many things I want to tell you. And I think for the sake of being thematic, I'll start with like actually what I was thinking we would start for the audience, but I will then eventually devolve and just speaking to you because I have like updates for you as a human being and like people can listen to them. But but I'll start with like for everybody else, we're hopping into season four of the podcast To be honest, Katie and I both had no idea what season we were on. We both were like, is this season three or is the season four? We like, yeah, (laughs) we had to really think on that one. It's wild. Um, It's wild. It's just gone by so quickly. It has. And yeah, I should have counted how many episodes we're at, but we're over 50 episodes in. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I this is how our lives typically happen with a podcast. I just text Katie and I'm like, Hey, this is what's on my mind. Is it cool if we talk about it? And she's like, yes. Um, and yes. and she typically throws like more ideas into the mix. And then we're like, well, look at us creating a whole world. <laughs> and wow. so my text to her, I was like, top of mind is we're heading into the season and we're like doing the season opener and we're giving updates and we're framing what this time of life kind of looks like. Um, for better or for worse, the word that comes to mind is messy. I was thinking through, like, first of all, right now I'm on messy TikTok, which is incredible. It's my favorite place to be. I never <laughs> went off of it. I hope my algorithm continues to skew primarily that way. And if you don't know what that means, messy TikTok is like drama TikTok. Like, it is like the epitome of just like all chaos and drama and things <laughs> happening and it's divorces and cheating and love affairs and lying and sneaking around and typically it's people who have seen something on like Facebook and then like get they get the whole backstory to it it's like not themselves but sometimes it is the primary storyteller who's like here's all my faults for you and you're like thanks for being honest and like if you had to walk that path Thanks for sharing because yeah. boy, is that entertaining. So entertaining. <laughs> thank you. So really appreciate this experience. the vulnerability. Yeah. Thank you for the vulnerability oh, out here. It does make oh, me feel better. Yeah. Thank you. But there's other things that make me think messy. 
I have been resisting, but existing in messy in my life right now, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Just like, I feel like my things are a little disorderly and try as I might, I just like can't keep things from being a little chaotic right now. Um, our girl, Taylor Allison Swift, released oh. Midnight's. And there was much chaos in the Swiftville, just like trying to capture all the Easter eggs. And we were spewing guesses here, there, and yes. everywhere. Oh. And I feel like the album, and Katie, this is one of the main things I just want to talk to you, because we have not talked Midnight's at all. So that, of course, has to be a part of this conversation. Absolutely. But uh album like people have been saying like this is her kind of like cutting loose and like it was like a little bit messy too like there's so many jokes going around there's like a song where there's like a like a little like that was her cat that's very cat that's, that's her cat stepping on it and she was just like ah leave it in <laughs> and i think it's kind of a fun juxtaposition because i think a lot of people think of taylor swift as being very calculating um or removed or perfectionist mm -hmm. and she is like she does have a very cultivated image and puts a lot of care and like exactness and what she puts out into the world. And also like, I do think she kind of cut loose with this one and she's been in a creative era for her putting out oh, as much yeah. music as she has in these last few years. And so I think like just gaining momentum and like willing to try new things and explore new areas and yeah. So I think there is a little messiness in that. Taylor said we could do it, so we can do it. Taylor said, Taylor said we could do it, so we can do it. And as a part of how all this relates back to the podcast, something that might be a little confusing to some folks is when you see that this episode pops up on your screen, you might see that there's a couple of other ones that were actually recorded last spring, and we didn't finish posting our recorded ones. Consider them from the vault, you know, just consider them from the vault. Are you just They're trying to bring in my messiness into this conversation? <laughs> I have told... <laughs> <laughs> I have told Katie this repeatedly. If I was in charge of publishing our episodes, <laughs> none of them would be published. <laughs> Literally none of them. They would all sit on our Google Drive and then we would like share the Google Drive link with people and it, it that would be messy. So <laughs> of the 50 plus episodes, 60 plus episodes, how many we've put out into the world, there are two that remain in the vault accidentally <laughs> and that's okay <laughs> we were we said season three i thought you were done a long time ago and apparently you weren't so i don't really know what happened there and the funniest part and this really does lead into the messiness is quite literally the episode that's closing out season three if you listen to that one before listening to this episode our our season three close out we're like we're heading into summer <laughs> Like we've kind of gone off our schedule and maybe that's genius. Like maybe it's great that we don't have a schedule. Maybe we'll do this intuitively, right? And we'll just, we'll put out content as we think of it and as we're inspired to do it. And like, caution to the wind, like lean into intuition. And then we did not make an episode for six months. <laughs> now it's mid-November. <laughs> and now it's mid-November, long past when we would typically start oh. the season. We would normally start in September. So uh yeah, this is a reminder late. that creatives do actually need schedules 
to right. create. It's a <laughs> complimentary thing. Chaos. <laughs> Mess. Chaos. But I'm happy that we're doing this messy. Like, Me too. We lived a lot of life in that six months. We stayed connected. Katie literally yeah. went out of the country as of that late. Was recently, that was recently, too. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of life was lived. It's been wild. I'm sick right now as we're recording this. So, like, no, it's no, it's You're great. Feeling the mess. Yep. Oh. Feeling the mess. No, it's not great, but it's <laughs> we're here. We're living conferences this week that we're hosting. I'm in the mess too. So, it's here. But I believe you want to go through a couple things specifically too, Ken's, right? So, I'll steer it back to you and stop talking as I'm still going on this tangent but as we think about mess how does like what things come to mind and like how does that make you feel and how are you living in it Hmm. well this is now therapy uh can you draw it Katie, am I allowed to divulge that we have the same therapist? We have the same therapist. <laughs> so it's really funny because <laughs> we'll kind of accidentally use the same language about things and kind of forget where we both get it from. And yeah. our therapist, who is absolutely lovely, um, is an it's art amazing. therapist. And so <laughs> a lot of times if you're having issues verbalizing something, she'll be like, no, 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 pause. You're trying to think about it, and I want you to tell me how you feel. And so I think you need to feel that more. Draw me something. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just angry at her. I'm like, I don't want to draw. Because if I draw, then I get a breakthrough. And if I talk about <laughs> it, I get to control exactly what I think. And... <laughs> oh, my God. Katie, oh, I did think of, now that you say it, and now here I am again, we're on a podcast, and like, let me show you something, Katie, but <laughs> I have been thinking on Messy for over a week, and I do try to draw most nights, and for the last week, I've been working on this. Oh. You can't tell what it says, it says Messy. It does say Messy. Okay, so it's like yellows and greens, is that what I'm seeing? Blues and greens. Blues and greens. Where's, okay, it's yeah. kind of hard to see, but. Yeah, it's like uh, my lighting in my room is not so great in this corner. It, but thank you. It's thank so you. nice. I'm see drawings interesting because I know you were thinking of me and us in this project while you were doing that, and that's meaningful. Thank you. I just like the subconscious processing of things, like, and the pressure's off because I do not consider myself an artist, so. Like my roommate is very artistic and like did art a ton in high school and it's really stressful to her to like try to reconnect with art as an adult because she thought she was so good and she like had like a certain approach to it and like a certain skill set and she's like Mm. I just how do you explain like how you have something in your brain and you put it out on paper and I just I can't do that anymore because I used to do it every day and then I stopped doing it for five years and I was like well the great news for me is I could never draw the only advantage I have ever had in the art world is that when I went to college, I thought I couldn't do anything artsy because I didn't have an eye for it and I wasn't able to draw. And then I found graphic design and I was like, oh, this is not like drawing at all when you're making something on the computer like this. And yeah. I found informational design. Yeah. 
Oh. And I was like, oh my God, I can put out ideas in a visual way that is not drawn by hand because that is something I am less able to do. <laughs> I love that. And I have been trying to be better about like leaning into things I'm not good at too, but like thoroughly mm. enjoy. I love just dance and I love like dance workouts and stuff. And I love dancing. I don't think I would ever, I'd maybe do a class, but like a casual class, you know, like mm. a workout class. Yeah. I love it and I'm terrible at it, but it's so fun to like move and like move to music and oh my God, so, but I'm leaning into it, you know, like I'm saying I suck, but like get over yourself, Katie, because you enjoy it. <laughs> I love that. I love everything about that. I actually really identify with that. I took like a hip hop class in like eighth grade. Oh, I did dancing when I was really, really young and mm -hmm. like ever, you know. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I yeah. never remember the steps. Yeah, yeah. And then several years later, as an eighth grader, my best friend and I have very had very different interests. And so we were like trying to find something we could do together that was fun. And so we took a hip hop class at the W, which is the community rec center on the Warburg campus, because I'm from Waverly. And uh, it, it was so fun because it was like college students and there was like us as eighth graders and like not a ton of people came to it and we were so awkward and so weird and it was this wonderful instructor who was like a student from Chicago. Like, <laughs> so I just imagine her actually doing like inner city hip hop and having like a very authentic approach to it. And then there's us like very <laughs> not <Yeah. laughs> the same as her taking this class and she loved it and it was fun but <laughs> oh my I've been God. thinking a lot about dancing lately I have enjoyed music more in the last three weeks because I think I was I've been working really hard to be a little bit more present or like switch up mm -hmm. my routines a little bit more with it than I have in the last six months I think that and my natural genre of music is like sad girl music because mm -hmm. it calms me makes me feel centered right. but it's not exactly something to dance to or when I sing to it's like right. sing cry to so it's not such the same thing it's like yeah, not quite the same not my quite the same. my go-to is the like pop scream in the car and it's just exhausting it's really fun to dance to but it's exhausting to scream to. time well, yeah you could say we yeah. listen to screamo for sure <laughs> For sure. Actually, for sure. I just listened to Taylor Swift, I think. <laughs> Almost I, don't, I, I, I don't think I've listened to another artist in months. I love that. I also get on those kicks to the point where last year I was in the top 2% of Spotify listeners of Taylor Swift. Do you know how much Taylor Swift <laughs> you have to listen to to be in the top 2%? <laughs> that's insane and I love it. I think you. I'm gonna get dropped off of it though I think this year with the releases and just like the mm. new fan base I think I'm gonna be much oh, lower yeah. oh yeah I hope I'm still in the top 50 percent but You'll I'm also diverse in my music I've expanded that I do a lot of different I've I've learned that it's Taylor Swift really is the person that led me to love like a lot of authentic strong woman narrative mm. music so 
and there's been more and more artists that have come on my radar because of TikTok and everything else. And I try yeah. to put them into for people who have different touch points with this podcast, or this is the first thing you're listening to. That's Katie. Welcome, welcome, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, we have a Spotify playlist where we toss in like some of our favorite artists and songs that we come across, and some of them are famous songs, and some of them are, you know otherwise less listened to artists less known artists um and so that's always really fun so if you're looking for a wide selection of music i'm looking at your recent ads cool yeah i'll add to it a couple times a week typically i guess you like my weekly discovery to the new um rihanna song I have not. Yeah, it was um, as part of the um, Wakanda Forever soundtrack. Oh. That was the first album she put out, or it was the first song she put out in like, like two years or something like that. Like many years. Really? Yeah. So. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Have you watched the new Selena Gomez documentary? No, I have not. Maybe something we have to add. No, I haven't. I was like, we, Katie and I don't always do this. We don't always pre-fan all of our content, but we did generate some ideas and we have it pretty well sketched for the season Mm -hmm. that might be worth swapping something out for it. Me and my mind, right? Yeah. For my mind and, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And there's a song with it, which is pretty good. I haven't listened to the song either. Katie, you are just in the know. Okay, so maybe I have listened to more music, but it's, it's stuff that comes <laughs> after I've listened to Taylor Swift's entire yeah, album. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I get Whoops. that. I try to rotate things out. Um, I just made a whole new playlist because the lineup for Hinterland came out, which is a music yeah. festival near Des Moines. And they have tons of great, they have Maggie Rogers coming, uh, Bonnever is coming, um, Noah can is coming and just knockout artists left and right so i made a playlist of all of them and so i've been going back and forth between listening mm. to all of midnight's and then i'll listen to like that playlist that's like five songs on shuffle and i'll <laughs> go back and listen to the entirety of midnight <laughs> that's really not proportionate <laughs> it's exactly what it needs to be Ken. <laughs> it's exactly what it needs to be <laughs> oh the other thing I was going to ask you, oh shoot, it was in my brain and now it's gone. Hold on. Oh, back to you loving the dance. Katie, maybe. The other fun thing that Katie and I have talked about this season is doing a little bit more like social content and other types of yeah. creation beyond the podcast episode, which we also love. And so maybe we'll do some TikTok dances. And Katie has a fun TikTok. Katie creates TikTok content. I am trying to generally TikTok content. (laughs) And books and Josh trendy things. It's okay, yes. This is another thing I'm trying to lean into. And I know I'm not like hundred percent at it. I just think it's fun to create videos. And it's fun to like try new things that way in a space where I know like like I if I could have my way, I would not have anybody I know follow me. <laughs> I would just be <laughs> stupid, you know? I got that. 
but then like typically there's only a handful of people that you actually like or know on TikTok. Yeah. Oh yeah. Generally, you're not really connected with the people that you would prefer not Very not true. see it, or you don't know that people you would prefer not to see it have seen it. Hopefully, right. at least that's what Tumblr used to be for me. It's like it was very anonymous, and the handful of people that I knew were on it were people I were chill with. So okay, it was like a really good space for me, internet wise. And I think you need to give yourself a lot more credit. First of all, you make videos, which I don't even know how to make a video. So me being like, "Hey, Katie, we're gonna do TikTok dances. We're gonna do things on TikTok." <laughs> I'm like I'm saying that as an ambitious. elderly person, <laughs> ambitious elderly person, being like. I will record the thing and I will send it to you. And like, I'm a digital cinema major. Like, <laughs> but I'm like, I would have to edit the TikTok in Premiere Pro and I would do it. But like, I love it. I can make an entire documentary, but I can't make a TikTok. That's, I, <laughs> that's, I get it. Yeah. That is what I'm saying. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> so <Cheers>. funny. <laughs> um, and trendy. Like, hey, this they're fun and they're like correct like again if I were to make one like my mouth like what I'm saying would not match the lip syncing thing I'm supposed to do and then I would be like overwhelmed and then I would just publish it because I'm like well close enough right I think people would <laughs> love it I think people would love it not your grandma is what I would have to change my handle to <laughs> not your grandma style not more. I love all of there's a lot of grandmas on tiktok actually i don't know if i'm just on grandma tiktok i no. love it it's incredible there's a really aggressive grandma and her name is lily hayes and i don't know if you know her from this but her son runs her tiktok account and he does like the fingers that you can put or the hands the baby hands that you put on your fingers and he slaps her with them <laughs> and that's part oh. of it but she's just like really aggressive and she yells and she's so funny she's from like she speaks a different language originally I don't know which language but like she pronounces things poorly and then she gets frustrated and she yells at him and it's like you stupid fucking idiot and it's it's so funny Ken's I need to send you some of her stuff you that's the grandma talk I'm on I'm on sweet grandma talk. Oh. <laughs> Very different. They're like ladies who give like relationship advice. I actually, one odd facet of TikTok I'm on is I'm on the stay toxic TikTok. And that has somehow merged with grandma TikTok. And it's like... <laughs> 80 year old women who are giving you like very sassy dating advice <laughs> like oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. To you because they're hilarious <laughs> <laughs> if we create a tiktok account for ourselves we must repost those or do at them and reposting is a thing now which i think is yeah. so interesting on the platform that they open that up yeah because you it doesn't like show up on your your page but it shows up in your friends feed yeah or yeah and they're free so the interesting if anybody has gotten this far into hearing katie and i talk about content that is on tiktok but you yourself are not on tiktok first of all let me commend you because i understand what this sounds like i understand that tiktok is a very odd like gen z rooted social media that's 
perplexing and complex and weird and like a fast of the internet that none of us asked for but like there are so many of us dedicating way too much of our lives to it and I am comfortably in that camp comfortably I have I actually have like a limit on it because I only do one hour a day that's my limit and I'm actually embarrassed that I hit my limit most every day I'm like thank god I have this on here because I can't even imagine how much time do you respect your limit I for sure hit snooze for 15 minutes. And if it's the weekend, I will do that five times over. So, oh, I, no, it's but it's a good weekend, reminder. Ignore for today, for sure. <laughs> for I'm sure. trying so hard to be good, Katie. There's That's so many temptations sweet. in this world. I and now our podcast has just turned into like youth group. <laughs> <laughs> the sin, okay. Katie. The sin. Okay. We need to reframe <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not youth group there are explicit things on here <laughs> we are talking about her words not pointing upstairs his words but god is a woman just like that's the controversial opinion yeah. i'll throw out there yeah, god, yeah, sure. god is above and beyond all of us tom would be so proud of you katie for putting it that way thank you Katie's dad is a pastor for people who don't he know. Is. <laughs> he, is. he is that. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, okay. The last thought about TikTok, hold on, is yes. do you follow, I don't even know this person's name, but I think you'll recognize it just from me describing it. It is this guy who is engaged to his producer and he does dance videos. He's like a YouTube channel. And so like, he just like does like funny commentary on TikTok or like you see all of his like mess ups, but like his like full music videos are not on TikTok. And he's like two backup dancers that are really funny and they have like TikTok personas and like he does exercise videos. I don't know if I, I don't know if I can pick him out right now, but maybe if you send me one. I would recognize him. Yeah, I'll send you one at a later date, but I'm just saying, like, also, if you want to dance exercise more often, I would do one of those videos with you. Oh, like, do the little Zoom call and have the video up and just, like, Did you know on your Apple Watch and FaceTime, you can share a workout now? No. Really? I haven't tried it myself. but you can do it. So I go to set my workout and then I can tell you, you can watch me work out in real time. Uh, no, I think you would like, we would, uh, I don't want to put my foot in my mouth here, but I think you like FaceTime each other and then start a workout within that. Oh, interesting. We'll try this out. Yeah. Yeah. I was just texting with a friend tonight, actually, that we are doing, um, like a workout accountability thing where we text each other every time we go to work out and demo each other one dollar and kind of get competition so that you're always Mm -hmm. the person who's financially ahead in the situation for sure so yeah yeah. but it's like one workout a day so okay anyways and it's not you only get a dollar a day day, so interessante um i'm sorry i cut you off earlier trying to see if you knew about the dance person i was talking about no that's okay i was for you i thought we were kind of easing out of the that conversation so i was wondering where else you want to go today 
where else am I going today? We have talked about the bulk of it. I do think we need to circle back to midnights because I just think there's no way I can't, I can't go further in this moment before diving into midnights. Katie, what is your number one song on midnights? Oh, you can't ask me that. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. <laughs> My number, I'm going to it right now. Um, I really don't know if I have a number one song, but the song I would go to to listen to first right now the album out of order in this moment I think right now it's question really Yes. I loved Question early on and right now for me that one's drowned out a little bit by some other ones. Okay. But I think it'll circle back to the top of my chair. I think like if I were to open the app right now and go to a song, it'd probably be Midnight Rain. Oh god, it's so good. That was gonna be my other one. That was gonna be your other one, really? Yeah. Mine followed by Sweet Nothing. Because I am just a softie. You know, it's a echo of an older Taylor era. It is like, really cute. I think it's interesting. I, we should go through at some point and pair the songs with what we think they are similar to in previous albums. Because like, I think they all era? have complementary albums. Yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And thematically, like, there's a lot of similarities. Sweet Nothing is very similar to Peace, which is my favorite off of folklore. Mm. So... I'm going to tell you something, and I hope it doesn't, like, I hope you don't think of it every single time you listen to Sweet Nothing, but I was just with Josh's family, and they were talking about how, like, when they were kids and playing I Spy and stuff, and his aunt would go, I spy with my little brown eye, (laughs) something, (laughs) and anyway, like your butthole. (laughs) And now every time that song starts and she goes, I spy with my little tired eye, I think little brown eye. And I can't get over that quite yet. I think I would really I won't like hear it. it. My brain's rejecting it as you're <laughs> saying it. So thank God it won't. <laughs> but Katie, so this is not something. <laughs> but it's funny you say that because I was FaceTiming with a friend this weekend and she was telling me how now I'm trying to remember exactly how she said it, but we were talking about like one night stands and how much we support anybody else in doing them, but like how I don't know, they're more complicated than they sound sort of things. Yeah. Or right? yeah. And she was like, I just will never get over that that person could have seen my asshole and they're a stranger. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I would rather have a stranger see my asshole than somebody I'm intimate with on a daily basis. <laughs> I am now more, I, you have seen me the complete other way. Like I am more, way more comfortable with that. <laughs> okay. In, in, in the Instagram comments for this post I need everyone to tell us what you'd rather have (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> and just because this is the she said podcast this whole topic area actually does kind of originate with uh Chrissy Teigen because I think she tweeted it or something no way yeah oh my god now I feel like I have to look it up oh my god <laughs> okay but this album is really just like there are a few songs that I haven't quite gotten into yet I like the way you put that because you know they're gonna get you. Yeah, it's because just, I've it's I've like slowly gone more and more. Okay, so like my instant fave, my most highly anticipated fave from Midnight Madness was Antihero, and that's still like such a good song, like way up there. Um, but my instant faves were Antihero, Question, Bejeweled, Karma. And then as we've gone on, I've liked Lavender Hazemore, Maroon, Midnight mm. Rain, um, Still Karma, Would Have, Could Have, Should Have. I like Glitch, Dear Reader, Mastermind, just because of TikTok. Honestly, that's brought that more into my mind. And then The Great War. Be right is that for me. Yeah. Yeah. With a, with a dance and getting fancy. I love Karma so much. That one's really grown on me. I didn't like it originally as much as I do right now. I think I needed this album, like, in 2016. Really? Like, just that era of college. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I and think I... And I always said that Taylor yeah. Swift is a little ahead of me. So I was like, I probably need this album in two years from now when I'm finally ready for mm. it. Yeah. But it, it's hit home a lot faster than I thought it was going to at the first listen through the first yeah. listen to I was like you know what this is just like I didn't know for sure what genre she's going to go for next the lyrics yeah. are kind of kooky like this is experimental this is wonderful I just think maybe I'll finally catch up to like this trendsetter it's going to take me a little bit and then I've caught up a lot faster than I thought I would <laughs> <laughs> god she's so good it is very lyrical um would have, could have, should have. I want to give a shout out because one of my friends told like told me to listen to it again, and now I've paid more attention to it. And like I had originally thought, oh, this is this feels like it could be a country song, and I'm finding out it's about John Mayer, and then the lyrics in it, I just like it just breaks my heart, and it's so mm -hmm. sad. But it, uh, it's like the um. What's my favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, <laughs> I'm blaming this on Thick Brain. Um, Your favorite Taylor Swift song? What album? Use your phone. Use your resources. Use my resources? What? <laughs> this isn't a no notes test <laughs> but I feel like I should know it no I feel guilty because I have no idea I couldn't even tell you what album is your favorite song and it's fine it's, it's gonna be loveless no <sighs> it's the way I loved you oh my gosh that's a good favorite song though it that's is. a great favorite song but what if could have should have feels like it could be same, I mean, same era, 
different type of singing in the car to it but like that would be on next for me did you see the posts that were briefly going around today on tiktok about her unreleased music and there were it was like suddenly on spotify and now it's off spotify again no there was like an unreleased album and we know a lot of the songs from it and it's like old taylor swift it's like taylor swift album type of country like sort of thing yeah and we know the songs like the songs exist but they were all put in an album together and kind of had like this fake cover art with it and they were on spotify as a playlist and it showed that like taylor swift was the artist and it was linked and now it's gone so i'm a little devastated about that because i was really excited about it but let's see I know she's put okay. out a couple songs recently that like, like in addition to Midnight's 3am edition that's only available at Target, which is annoying because it's only available on a CD and I can't play a CD anywhere. <laughs> um, and like Jack Antos just did a new version of Antihero with his mm. group. Yeah, so like I lied. Do you remember that one? I can't hear it. No. I'll try and see it. Okay. For another time. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Just thought Everyone, it would be home for you. Your homework <laughs> is to go look this up. Adelaide. No. I could sing it for you. I feel like okay as we're thinking about messiness Mm -hmm. I think like I've been trying to flow with it you know to like live in it and appreciate it this is one thing that post vacation Katie is trying to like bring into post vacation life like mm-hmm. like to kind of accept it and not like to say it's okay and just roll with it because it feels like life has just been messy and mm-hmm. I have had a hard time thinking I can control it all and mm-hmm. I kind of letting go of that and there's been a lot of peace there so that's what post vacation katie's trying for i love that i like that i've been resisting and that doesn't feel great and then i've been kind of existing in it and that's been okay but I have yet to embrace it and I'm resistant to embracing it too. So I think my next step is that I would like to minimize it, meaning I'm just going to decompress my life a little bit. So uncomplicate some things and create a lot of space for myself. And I think I will feel like it's 
less messy. So I think sometimes I feel messy when I feel scattered and overwhelmed and like there's just mm. like a lot of noise happening, noise in my head, noise through my, you know, I'm consuming a lot of content. I'm, I'm feeling busy. Like I have to run from here to there to the other place and just like leaning into like, if that's my, pre whatever the preference is that I'm feeling and identifying, like that is my preference and I can honor that and build my life kind of around that. So i.e. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I hate mornings. I am like so aggressive and mean in the mornings. I am not myself. And <laughs> I <laughs> I always have been. I've always been a little bit of a night owl. I've always gotten up at the last possible second and then run off to whatever the obligation, you know, like when I was younger, school, now I'm adult, it's work. Um, and I've been working so hard to build routines. I'm like, it's okay if I don't do it perfectly. I just have to have like a minimal routine to get my day a little jump started and get me where I need to go right on time. Yeah, sure. And I am uh, technically able to set my own schedule now that I'm an entrepreneur, CEO, uh, freelancer. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. And all of the above. And I continuously have my alarm go off at 6 a.m. every day. And I snooze it forever and then I try to do the most minimal morning routine possible and then I walk in 10 later minutes later than I'd want to be and like it's all fine it's just like I don't know why I continuously put myself at a slight disadvantage when it's me being idealistic that like I want to be somewhere out to a certain time but I always tell myself like if I didn't tell myself I wanted to be there by eight then I'm not going to be walking in until 10 and I'm like mm -hmm. but like why can't I do the morning routine I love like like yeah why don't I just build my schedule so that I sleep until eight in the morning and I do the things I do at a semi-leisurely pace and then I start my work at 10 and as long as I get all my work done and I put in my hours during the week we're it fine. doesn't really yeah matter. we're fine okay. we're fine so it's just like not how my schedule is set up right now so I'll have to it'll take a little bit of a transition period for me to set it up. But I'm kind of like, maybe I'll lean into it. Like, oh. that's what this era is all about, right? Like I, I did the big leap to do freelancing. Like now I get to enjoy it. And like, that's what this is for. So, and it helps that I do grit writing for people who, uh, live on the West coast. And so, my 10 a.m. is their 8 a.m. So oh, I'm I'm nice. still like available to clients at the right time. And then they already know that I'm central time. So they already know that I'll be off the clock, you know, less responsive because it's the end of my work day. Right. Or the end of the day. Nice. Plus I never really have anybody who's really knocking down my door that needs something ASAP. <laughs> but that's super nice. One day they might. Yeah. Yeah. But just trying to think through like work-life balance and what brings me joy in this world. I saw and an it's article. Really just space for me. Oh, sorry. No, you jump in. Oh. Oh, I'm glad you're not like identifying that it is space for you. Like make that space. Do what you need to do. Make that space. Make it happen. <laughs> um I did see an article. Somebody was like, work life balance has never worked. Why are we trying to achieve it? <laughs> 
<laughs> like things have give and take. Let's just do that. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but easier said than done. We like formulas. <laughs> you like knowing what's right and wrong and yeah, 20 hours and 20 hours or 40 and 10 or whatever. And it's hard, hard to think about a world that's different than that. Yeah. Hmm. Now I'm thinking about TikTok dances. So. <sighs> um, <laughs> do we need to do reading, watching, listening to? We can. I didn't actually have that booked in for the season opener because I didn't know, remember for sure if we've ever really done that for the season opener like for oh, the no. I didn't know for sure but let's do it because I think that'd be a great way to close this out because next week is going to be a um a topic about a media correct sorry medium yes okay yeah well um, let's hold on hold on let me think this through we Yeah, yeah, we're right. And then okay. recent accomplishments after that. And that's how we'll close oh, this out. Okay, okay. We can Right? Because that's how we too. do this? Yes. And then what do we do at the end of normal episodes? I think you just. Oh, wine about it, sweet as wine. Oh, that's true. Wow. That's right. God, that's okay, God, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, reading, watching, listening to. Do you have some off the top of your head or do you want me to just speed date it through quickly? I think we can both speed date it. You go first. Okay. Reading. I just finished um, A Court of Thorns and Roses, the entire series. Again, it's my comfort show in the book format and I am loving it because I can't handle anything else. Um, so living in that world for a little bit longer um watching I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale oh <gasps> me and too that's so fun yay okay maybe we could talk about I it I was so ready to be done with this season there's been several points where I almost don't finish an episode because <gasps> early on in the season yeah where I'm just like this is gonna turn dark like just like all the shit storm that this yep. always is like it's just gonna get darker and harder and then they've managed to put in enough levity that I'm like, okay, fine. I'll stick it out. I'll stick it out this time. Yep. Yep. They've saved it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then listening to, um, well, I'm listening to an audiobook of Pillars of the Earth by Ken Follett, question mark, I think, which is kind of like, Yes, Pillars of the Earth by Ken Follett, and it's kind of a classic novel. It's a 41-hour audiobook, <laughs> and it's starting off about, like, in medieval times about a guy who likes to, like, he's a mason and wants to build cathedrals, and he, this, this author is, like, a mystery writer, and just, like, it's, like, famous mystery writer of his time and all of a sudden just became super interested in cathedrals and he visited cathedrals wherever he could and 
then became interested in like how they got built and the people who built them. And so then he wrote this fictional story around cathedrals and the building and like the people of that time and like who would have done it and their life stories and all of that. So Pillar, The Pillars of the Earth by Ken Follett. And I, I wanna... love just yeah. hearing like the warmness of your voice as you're explaining how enthralled you are about this book and that as you're explaining it, I'm like, I would have to really talk myself into watching that, like reading that. Like, yeah. And I'm not. And I feel bad about that. And yeah, I'm listening to it. That's why. But just like, I love it. Like you're always so often like open to different eras and different topics and like really able to personalize it and feel like a personal impact about things that I'm like, I couldn't like I would try to be I feel like a student like I feel like I have to do this obligationally and yeah. then I wouldn't finish it because I just couldn't force myself to. <laughs> fair fair and I, I think I'm maybe hyping it up a little bit but like it's good enough so far that I'm interested to see where it goes like the first the prologue well so like pre-prologue is the author talking about his writing experience and like why he wrote it and that's how I know all that information and then the prologue is like a hanging in a town like a public hanging and um a guy gets hung and then you see a woman who's upset by it and they think she's a witch and then all of a sudden we switch to the stonemason whose family is traveling with him as he's building so he can save up to become a cathedral builder and they run into um an outlaw in the woods who she and her son were now in the second chapter and in their story and we think she might be a witch or people think she's a witch and like it's just all these little things that are mm. interesting enough to keep me going But thank you for, for the compliment of saying good job for finding things interesting. <laughs> I love it. It's fun. <laughs> I do want to shout out. I listened to like a mini podcast series. Um, mm. called, it's called Case 63. Uh, and it's a Spotify original. Um, I'll just read the bio here. Um, New York psychiatrist Dr. Eliza Knight, played by Julianne Moore, begins treating a a patient registered as Case 63, who claims to be from the year 2062. What begins as a routine therapeutic session quickly turns into a story that threatens the boundaries of the possible and the real. So, like, it's told in, like, recordings from their sessions, and that's how we're getting the recordings from it. And he tries to convince her to stop events that will be the death of humanity in 40 years. And just like, it's it's kind of a mind bender and just interesting. And it's probably only like an hour and a half, two hours all in all, but there's I think 10 episodes. Pretty good. Yeah. K sixty three. So that sounds really interesting. Yeah. It has I mean it has some things to do with like COVID. It was definitely like a COVID baby. But 
there are a lot of those right now. That, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of different genres for me, other than my fairy smut. It's just. I need you to recommend fairy smut to me because I am doing a book club with a friend, and we started with fairy smut and which one it wasn't very good it was fortuna sworn i have no idea what that is came recommended let me tell you there was not nearly enough action for how much reading i did (laughs) then they left so many things like they laid a lot of groundwork but i think it's a trilogy and i'm like "Ah, like my friend was like this is just not good enough to carry me into walk- reading the other books mm. so we switched to other types of smut um okay but very smut is both of our preferences but i think she's read so much <laughs> of it that it's hard to find something that's like something she hasn't already read and we're trying to read things for the first time together in theory interesting and there's we're only also so much that fairy smut yeah yeah we yeah. need more authors in the genre frankly it's true she said the fairy smut books <laughs> we'll write one that'd be really fun to co-author that actually that would be Wouldn't really it? fun <laughs> <laughs> okay so wait 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 what are you reading watching listening to does um does fairy smut make the list fairy smut doesn't put the book club smut book club book does make the list so yes so reading um smut by elsie silver that's not what it's called it's just like the genre so what happened is i don't know if anybody saw like this was like a book that was blown up by book tiktok is the book flawless and it was about this young pr rep that had to uh babysit and travel with this rodeo star and she like had a huge crush on her when she him when she was like a teenager and like had his poster off her wall and um they of course get together and yes and there's like a the scene that like it's uh blown up like like a turning point in the book probably at like 35 percent or 40 percent of the way through but it is like it's the night after a rodeo and like they both know they have like feelings for each other but like maybe not and he's kind of a player and so they go out (laughs) to the bar scene and she's like with another guy in the rodeo that's kind of a jerk but like he's like he wants her so he's like kind of trying to impress her and she like takes his hat off of him and puts it on herself and then apparently that's like a thing that like you wear the hat of the cowboy you ride (laughs) not safe for work not safe for work (laughs) and so he like huffs up to her and like takes the other boy's hat off of him and like drags her out of the bar and uh yeah anyways the whole scene (laughs) (laughs) and I liked it so much that I literally read 60% 60% in like 24 hours and I had to text That's my friend and be like huge. are we stopping or are we reading the whole thing because I might have it done in 24 hours and she's like no we should stop you know like we should talk halfway through and then I and then she was like no I'm gonna be such a slow reader like you can read the rest of it if you want and I was like 
no, I'll just read another book by the same author. <laughs> and so I read an, I read the entirety of another book by the author in the 72 hours that followed. <laughs> so yes. I read a book and a half by the same author in like a four day span. We found your genre. It's we rom- found my romance. genre. It's romance. It's just a lot of sexy, sexy time. And it's fine. I'm happy with it. It's fine. Yeah. Makes my heart flutter and it's kind of funny. It makes me giggle. And so I like screenshotted the pages and like circle things for my friend and send them to her. And I'd be like, this made me laugh out loud. Or like, that actually, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) Did that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. <laughs> More of this in so, the world. <laughs> it's a it's a fun book club to be a part of. Is all I can say about that. Shout out to Mary. Um, oh my <laughs> watching another thing is I have gotten enthralled with a series and did finish that pretty quickly lately, and it is one that I've seen like um. On TikTok, like the sounds used, but nobody like it wasn't like marketed on TikTok, or like I've never seen anybody like explain the actual series happening. And so I found it in like a really roundabout way, but it's on Hulu, and it is based off of a novel, and it's called Tell Me Lies. I've seen it pop up on Hulu, but what's it about? Yeah, so it's about um this group of girls freshman year of college moving into the dorm becoming fast friends and like them falling into a group of junior guy friend group and like them dating and so like them kind of crossing over that way and the different characters and like kind of the lies that they tell each other and kind of recraft to each other but one person is like one guy in particular is very problematic is like a narcissist is controlling like comes from a seedy background and like very manipulative and he has like a very toxic relationship with one of the girls and then kind of like the fallout that happens around that and different people's you know secrets or secret agendas or like what they're witnessing but they're not able to say like just like it's really interesting it's like interesting Mm. to watch this complex dynamic play out with multiple characters and it's interesting to watch like this ensemble cast work together and represent these characters okay so yeah interesting if you're like a pretty little liars person it's like a novelized like it's just like less murdery different aesthetic yeah like it's less catty I guess like it's a little bit more realistic I don't know okay like that sounds interesting I can like actually see some of these things playing out and like they actually are kind of rooted in the real world in some way it feels like I don't know or like how to get away with murder like kind of similar vibes there too too. okay yeah and there's only one season right now so and there's a big twist on the last episode at the very end of it so anyway tell us that Mm. And keeps you hooked keeps you going <sighs> they tease at it so you kind of already know that but really really recommend that and then what I've been listening to there is a podcast that kind of like sticks out top of mind I've been listening to it for a while now but I think they're still 
I don't know if they're breaking their things down into seasons or not, but I think the podcast is maybe less than six months old. And I found out about this one through TikTok too. Um, and they did a really great job of like using TikTok to gain early momentum. So I've been listening to it since like essentially the very beginning. Um, and it's called The Breakup Breakdown with Abby Murphy. So Abby is the creator of it. And she's like the kind of like main consistent communicator and she brings like a friend on or one of her co-worker there's a co-worker justin who will like co-narrate <laughs> with her and then she has a good friend that will hop on and co-narrate but she's the That's steady presence of the thing but this is this does go along with being on messy tiktok it is people coming on and telling their breakup stories and like oh my god all the shit that goes behind the scenes and people nominate other people to be on so like people will write in to be with her and she's like there's this person I went to high school with I've always wanted to know what happened in the relationship but like I'm not close enough to ask this person and find out the details behind it would you and then she does she reaches out to the person she's like hey I have this podcast where you know we talk through kind of like the hard (laughs) or like kind of secret things that go on in relationships and like, if you ever wanted to, like, tell your story and, you know, set the narrative around it, I'd be happy to give you that platform and just raise awareness about relationships and what they look like and the different forms they come in. And so sometimes it's really messy and sometimes it's not. And one time it was that exact scenario where it was, like, somebody had nominated it that, like, I went to college with this couple no it, they were high school sweethearts they had like started dating in like junior high or something and they had been engaged after high school like after college they'd been together for maybe 10 years or something ridiculous like that okay and they'd broken up and they'd broken up and not only did the girl come in the podcast but they her ex-boyfriend ex-fiance also was on the podcast and they co-told their story of oh how they God. broke up yeah that's and crazy so like, yeah so it's just kind of interesting because he you know just to hear the different narrative she's like I did kind of freak out like this is the last this is the first only and only person I've ever been with and he's treated me so well but it just makes me wonder like what more is out there and we're very opposite personalities and I just I don't know if I completely understand if we're compatible or not because I love him deeply but he's all I've ever known and he's kind of been like I don't need to know if there's anything else out there. Like, I am so happy with this one person. But, like, I'm also very understanding that she needs to have that reassurance. So, like, we broke up before the wedding so that she could figure this out. And I don't know if she's coming back to me or not. Like, I don't want that. But it's just kind of, like, this heartbreaking but heartwarming thing of them telling the story together and still having, like, a, a friendship. But, like, obviously that's so hard for both of them. It's just, oh. But then there's other things. There's like this one girl <laughs> who so came excited. on. Oh, there's this other girl who came on and she was like, I she was like, I found out that this guy who I was not super duper into, like frankly, it was like just a friends with benefits situation. Like I was only interested in him for sex, and then he started calling me his girlfriend. I was like, I guess that's fine. Um so she's like, it just came out that like he had a woman that he had been engaged to and he off and on sees and like has been like like would like to marry one day and then he's been have like 
stringing along a lot of other people too and we like made a whole group chat of all the people that we could figure out that he was entangled in at this time and then we all exposed him and like he's a piece of shit (laughs) probably a sex addict like there are a lot of people involved in it it was a compulsive liar at the very least oh yeah and so incredible that one was like a messy yeah the breakup breakdown the breakup breakdown and the other great thing is that they started more recently is that every episode they donate to a domestic violence shelter across the u.s so they actually did des moines too they've already done des moines which is really cool i didn't write it in or anything so uh there's another listener out there there's somebody out there who advocated for us (laughs) incredible yeah so so they are you know it's kind of an interesting dynamic because it's like they they're very genuine and they're like First and foremost, we want the tea. Like, let's be honest. Like, that's why we're all here is the tea. But then there's also the lessons you learn from the tea and like seeing people as real people. And like, I like that part too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I recently asked a friend, how do people date? Like, <laughs> Like, hard out here, Katie. It's hard out here. I believe it, and I am really glad because I don't think I'd be—I'd either be really good at it or really bad at it. Like, I don't. Katie, think... you excel at all things you do. You'd be really good at it. Thank you. I've never been in a casual anything, so <laughs> yeah. And I'm—I wow, yeah. It—it kind of scares me. Like I'm scared for my my friends. That these Thank things you. out there. Pray for us. Uh, <laughs> You're like, I love this podcast. I listen to it, and I'm like, I'm worried about you. It does make me feel better about my dating life. That is true. <laughs> there. Yeah. Oh, that's my share. That thank is, you. Thank you. Are, fun, are you ready fun. for a recent accomplishment? Are you ready? Can you believe it that we're at the end of this little gap sesh catch up? I could not believe it. We made it. Cannot believe it. Not for cannot. a moment. I need to go blow my nose soon. Um, <gasps> speaking of messes, um, <laughs> no, I'll I will wrap up here first. But okay, recent accomplishment. mine is going to be personal and it's part of my recent trip we saw my Mm. husband's family um as part of that trip and people i had never met before only a couple people i had met previously um and i didn't let like my shyness or any fears about how I might be accepted into the group hold me back and um, had a really, really great experience. Like, it was really cool and I love all of them. And I showed up as myself 
and that was huge therapist and I talked about that previously and um, it was cool to be able to come back to her last week and say like I did it gold star for me so that was that was really really cool yeah that's awesome yeah it's like I think it's important to me to celebrate like those things those little things that are actually really big so yeah yeah it's huge yeah yeah and especially uh for anybody who doesn't know kitty's husband is from south africa so there's a mm -hmm. lot of distance there and it's just harder to yeah. have time to connect period and so i love how intentionally you went into you know the opportunity to connect with people that unfortunately it might be several years before you see again right right yeah. and i mean helps that they're all wonderful and like all the aunties were just great the entire time <laughs> but, yeah. but families are complicated like you never know what you're stepping into exactly and true you kind of sometimes it's like when i'm stepping into other people's families even in a lighter capacity than being a spouse of somebody of course because yeah. I'm not um but just like my own things where I like assume I can have a similar dynamic that I have to my family as I can have to their family I'm like oh wait no they are very different that mm. there there is no equal but opposite <laughs> yeah <laughs> anything that, that's a very different family dynamic i am not used to that culture <laughs> i don't know what to do with that <laughs> oh. <laughs> i don't know where i fit that into that right. one at all yikes right. <laughs> so uh, it's an accomplishment yeah tell me about yours yeah i I'm going to do kind of a broader one in that uh, in the many things that I've been navigating over the last six months of changing my employment dynamic and et cetera, et cetera, I became another year older and had to get my own health insurance, which is just a process because it's such a complicated thing to do. Uh, but I did. And I'm really excited about that. That's like a huge milestone. It was a big consideration of you. <laughs> thank you thank you but now i get to do the fun thing of actually using the health insurance i secured and it's a little bit of a bummer because i had really great health insurance through my mom tbh um because she works at a university and that's government uh health insurance and so it yeah. was just absolutely splendid so for example my therapy sessions used to be ten dollars and now they are a hundred and fifty plus dollars um and amongst other things i realized that i've had a lot of physical signs of stress anxiety depression yeah. and i've definitely done a lot of like important things to acknowledge that approach that change that in my life you know try to lessen the stress in my life that sort of thing and that I'm not able to do that in a sustainable way right now and so when I have my doctor's appointment tomorrow I think I have to talk to my physician about that and see if maybe I should be considering medication yeah. or something else so yeah. yeah that's gonna be my it's kind of a preemptive recent accomplishment but it kind of all ties together I have health insurance 
and now I get to use it to do something that's really important, but yes, I've definitely experienced stress broadly for several years, but then more acutely in the last year or two. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's at a, I mean, and it's not good, but at least you're thinking about it and able to advocate for yourself that yeah. this is what you need. And hopefully it'll be better. Yeah. Okay. I'm proud of you for that. That's really Thank cool. You. Thank you. I, we got new healthcare providers um, when I started my job last year and um, I've only seen the doctor once, Josh has a couple times, but for both of us, she was like, do you want some meds? <laughs> so, like, we both talked about some mental health stuff. And I was like, mm, not yet. I'm going to see what I can do here. And then maybe <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but she's like, do you want a prescription? I was like, I'm all wow. yours. Yeah, which one? <laughs> which one do you want to give me? <laughs> I'm trying to build myself up to, like, it's hard enough to ask for that type of support, but then also to really, like, I, I have to keep the objective in mind of where I want to be going with this because a lot of times it does take a lot of adjustments to meds. Like, you just yeah. don't know how your body's going to react to me on those types of meds. And yes. it takes a lot of tries to get kind of the right mix of them. So it, I feel like I'm, it was a long journey to get to this point and now it's going to be a long journey. It could be a long journey. I also can be open-minded that like they, it's 2022, like hopefully there's a lot of research and understanding. And so maybe the science will all work out and I'll get the right meds the right time, like the first time and it'll make a, big improvement early on who knows who optimism knows? <laughs> it's a journey <laughs> oh my gosh it's yeah yeah good luck tomorrow thank and, you and in the months to come because it can be what like up, it can be up to a year sometimes for things to a kick in and b figure it out yeah or vice yeah. versa i guess <clears throat> for sure for sure for sure so I'll keep you updated. And I get to see you on Wednesday. That's really the upside of closing this all Are we out. having dinner? We're having dinner. Well, apparently there's a cocktail hour, so yes. I guess we'll be schmoozing each other. And You're guests. having dinner with me. Oh. That's exciting. Well, that's how you know I should have figured. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I should have figured. Yeah. Well, I was already coming, and then I accidentally ordered a package to my parents' house. So <laughs> Jane's bringing that for me. So I really have to come. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, I decided yeah. I can do my nails at home, so I got a gel light, so I can do Yay. gel nails at home. Is that what you do? Yeah. Well, now it is. <gasps> Your inspiration. What Your you, inspiration? Do you have a color on? I just have clear on right now okay. and seeing where how that wears. But my roommate has like this weird LED light that she got. This weird LED light. She got it at, like a craft store, and so it, like it looks like it's for nails, but she uses it for like her craft projects. But she's like, it doesn't seem like it's very strong because it doesn't. It takes a lot of work to get to affect my craft projects, 
So then I used it on my nails. And I'm like, well, it's just like how the nail polish reacts to the LED light. So it doesn't have to be that strong. And I'm like, I can see it. It's bright. Like, I don't know what makes it strong. It's, I can see the light is LED and I'm putting my hand under it. But it did take a really long time for my nails to quote unquote cure or whatever mm, you would call yeah. that. But I also put on like a really thick coat and apparently you're not supposed to do that. So yeah. I, I think it'll take a little bit. I might have to watch some YouTube videos, but I'm excited to do them at home. I've been doing dip nails for like the last six months and going yeah. to the, like salon. into a nail, nail yeah. salon to do them. And I've been switching them out every like six weeks or so. That's pretty good. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I'm cheap. That's why I wait so long. I wait until they're like literally in the most despair and I finally break one and then I go in and I'm like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I let it get this bad I promise I don't tell them I get my nails done here once it passes a certain point oh my so god they don't think poorly of you so now I but then I finally uh this last just like a few weeks ago I think I had waited like eight weeks before I was trying to get my dip off my nails and it was getting to the point where I was being like kind of panicked about it because I'm like, yeah. I'm locked. I feel like I'm like locked to the mittens. Or like, yeah. I'm just like, I just need my nails to be short and I need this color off of me right now. Mm -hmm. So when I got them taken off, I was like, I, no more. No. Nope. I'm cutting myself off. <laughs> this is tough. It is tough. It's tough. It's a, it, it can be weird like transitioning to and then from and then, okay, what do I want to do after this? That's cheap which the gel is. Yeah, and it's doable at home, hopefully. I, you're my inspiration. I really, this was a, I was at Ulta and I came across the the LED nail polish. You, and I was you, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll try it out. We'll see Sweet. how it goes. Sweet. Sweet. Oh, I love it. Ken's, it's been really great to just, catch up and what a pleasure Catherine pleasure kitter top and plus pens I was bringing about Katie on Facebook seven years ago today is what I learned you're so sweet you're so cute we're so cute together frankly it's true you, Josh rules. really tries to compete with this couple he cannot and he cannot like it was a cute try though he does have like the height and the beard on me, but besides right. that, right, could not valiant be. effort. <laughs> I love you. I'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds excellent. Love you. Goodbye.